Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Well, hello there, ladies, gentlemen, and those who break the mould. Welcome back to another episode of Message on the Machine. My name is Mitch, and you might be wondering, where is the other guy? Well, the truth is that Adrian, unfortunately, has spat the dummy two weeks before the end of this podcast and will not be with us for any further episodes. Okay, that's not exactly true. He is, though, quite unwell right now. Um, So, unfortunately, wasn't able to be here with us today for the record of just the intro of this episode. He's still there for the rest. Nobody panic. The show will go on. We do have a really exciting episode for you this week. So, a dear, dear, dear friend of the show, Jimmy the Queen, has come back. He was one of our first guests back in the glory days. And, you know, since we're kind of feeling a bit sentimental because this podcast is about to wrap up for good, we thought bring back one of the old faves. Everyone could not get enough of him last time. So we thought round two, it's about time. If you're not aware, Jimmy the Queen is one of Australia's, in my humble opinion, best drag queens running around. She sings, she dances, she cannot sew to save her life, but... That can be outsourced, can't it? Obviously, throwing three flaming homos in a room together, there's bound to be a lot of screaming and a lot of hilarious chat. Uh, In this case, to the tune of the evolution of drag, one's relationship with their own gender identity, some political, you know, commentary on certain drag-related topics and other things that are more fun than the things that I've just listed, even though they're also fun, but they just maybe don't sound it. I do have to, before we kick into it, just give a little bit of a disclaimer, which is that, you know, when you're so close to the end, something always fucks up. It's when you think that you're like, you're getting comfortable, you know, and something just goes wrong. And so for the first maybe 15-ish minutes of this episode, Adrian's mic (laughs) was actually not turned on. Um, because I guess the theme of this week is just me trying to silence him at all costs. So you can kind of hear him in the background and the wizards in the editing suite have done their best to make sure that he's a part of the conversation. But if you can just bear with us for 15 minutes, we did work it out. The microphone goes back on. The show also continues. Jimmy is an icon. Everything is amazing. And on that note, I think we should kick straight into it. All right, bitches and hoes. <laughs> special bitch and a big hoe in the house. Yes, it's true. She's back, back again for a special sequel appearance. Mm. Welcome, the episode fab, Jimmy the Queen. Welcome back, my love. Hi. Do you know you're the first guest that we've ever had back on the show? Oh, well, I'm the only one that's going places. <laughs> We're going through like, not you, not you, not you. They've unfortunately passed. So excited to be back. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for agreeing to come and see us for what is sort of the end of the end. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much for having me, boys. Of course. I wasn't sure if I was like, do I want to spend an hour with these two in a studio again? But of course I do. Oh my God. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about last time we saw you, which was, of course, Halloween. In oh. the corner of the dance floor. Yeah. It may have, yes, yes. I was dressed as a disco ball. You were. I was having a ball. (laughs) Absolutely. Having a disco as well, no doubt. (laughs) Can I say, when I came over, did you know who I was at first? No. (laughs) And then I saw your calf muscles, I was like, there she is. That's why you were so friendly. Because the part of me was kind of like, yes, drag sister, I'm coming. It's Bye. Sandy Waves. <laughs> oh, I was waiting. I was waiting to see how long into this app it would take for Sandy Waves On the to way come here, up. I was like, it was Sandy Wave or Waves. I was like, no, she specifically said it was a set of waves, okay. like her hair. <laughs> multiple, multiple. It was my mom that year that I get to, you know. And did you enjoy up. being in drag? I, look, this is probably the second time I've done it properly to that fully extent. Mm-hmm. And I said on a previous episode that like, the respect level goes up every time I do it. Mm-hmm. Like, Mitch knows what it's like when I put on a wig. I'm, I'm, and throughout the night, I guess my character kind of just really formed. Oh, yeah, babe. My well, I saw you at the end of the night and she was fully formed. Oh, <laughs> my boyfriend was like, I don't know if I can look at you anymore because you're just not you anymore. I was fully like, yeah. Do you think, like, 
probably more a question for you, Jimmy. Mm. Is it the wig that is like the Transformer? Mm. Oh, well, you're a thumb before the wig goes on. Yeah. You all know that. And so, like, <laughs> for me, it's when the lashes go on, mm. pre-wig, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a, like, she's a bitch tonight. Right. I mean, and then, because I know, I know the feeling of the wig, I know it's going to be good. Yeah. But like when, when when you're just starting and the wig goes on and you feel and you're like, oh my God, now it makes sense because my face is twice the size it usually is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when you know, oh, it's going to be fun, honey. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, we are very excited to have you back. We thought we'd just get you in the hot seat again, talk mm. a bit of shit, get a bit of a life update from you mm. because we know that I guess the last time you were here it was episode 22, so it was a long time ago. Oh 20 God. months. God, yeah. Mm. Rain Man. You, you haven't done a thing since. Oh, not at all. Been sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> Just knitting. <laughs> knitting. Well, still can't sew, so that's, that is oh, like, But I can DJ now, which is now my job. Oh, my God, I know. Thank God. Jimmy just the DJ the, queen. Jimmy the DJ queen. Who would have thought? So thank you, lockdown. Before we jump into all that, I just mm. want to quickly ask you, what was the last thing that you Googled? Mm, yes, yes. So, my last Google. What would you expect for the last thing that a drag queen has Googled to be, can I just say? How to sew. Some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something a bit shady, which mine is. Oh. No, it's not that. Well, I'll tell you the story. Go so, I, my, my last Google was the ARIA CEO, Annabelle Hurd. Okay. And you want to know why? Annabelle Hurd what? Well, she didn't hear enough about me. That's what the problem is. <laughs> so she, I got put forward to perform at the Aries after party. To oh my god! Tomorrow, th- uh, Thursday night, right? Oh god, I was, I was like, oh my god, so exciting! <laughs> la, la, la. And then it got through all the ranks, and it got to Annabelle, and, and Miss Heard said, "No, thank you." Oh. <laughs> so I was like, "Who the fuck? <laughs> How do I get That's in contact with her?" Annabelle so, heard address. Annabelle, you heard it here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh I know, but god. I was so stoked to even like get to that level. I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. But then I was like, I'll win, win over Miss Annabelle one day. Yeah, totally. Oh, Next office. year. So you're working on Annabelle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they tell you that it was the decision of her that. I may have got someone in trouble by doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they're not listening. Maybe they are. Oh, who knows? Most people do. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Annabelle is public enemy number one. At, at this at this week, at yes. This, yeah, current moment. Today's, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about you, H? What did you Google? Last thing I Googled was Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Like sex oh, video? Like the breakup. As a couple, yes. Thank oh. you. Because I watched, was watching... The movie, The Breakup. Oh, you were? Okay. What happened to Vince? Stan. A Jenny Stan. Jenny Stan. Jennifer Stan. Jennifer Stan. (laughs) (laughs) Or Anna Stan. Oh, there's double wham wham, (laughs) Anna Stan. And I was like, just need to refresh my memory. These two definitely dated thanks to this movie, right? He's a really big man. And she's pretty small, right? Petite. (gasps) So she had that huge hair. Yeah. (laughs) He's teasing it. (laughs) The Vaughn chain was like, oh. He's not that hot. And I was like, yeah, but he must have done something right because he dated her. And he was like, no, they didn't. And I had to prove him wrong. Turns out I was right. But she'd just broken up with Brad. So I was like, oh. It could have been yes. also been a PR thing. They're Getting over them. someone to get under someone else and that someone else might as well be a seven-foot Vince, his voice Vince Vaughn. Who conveniently you need to sell tickets to a movie that you're yeah. in together. <laughs> and do a press tour. Yeah. Got you actually together in real life. Do you know? Um, do you know about his thumb? He's got this janky thumb. Yeah. From some kind of like childhood incident, and his oh. like thumbnail like wraps around the finger <gasps> instead of just. Yeah, it's oh really God. odd. So my next Google is going to be Vince Vaughn's thumb. <laughs> thumb. <then. laughs> I would love to see what comes up on Google Images when you look yeah. up Vince Vaughn's thumb. I've just been enlightened to Julie Gillard's earlobes. Are you aware of what's going oh, on there? No. <gasps> it's a gift. You must have a look. It's like it should take off in a strong wind. Oh, really? Yeah. Dumbo. Oh like the heavy, the Paz Paley pearls are very heavy, though. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> heavy is the lobe that wears the pearl. <laughs> what was the last thing you Googled, Mitchell? The last thing I Googled was Prince Charles Young. Because... <gasps> Cute. Because I just started watching the new season of The Crown. So good. They've cast, like, a really good-looking man as I Prince Charles. I he would have had to do something with that. Like, I must be handsome. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in real life. <laughs> 
Bruce. But they keep like, I mean, I've only watched one episode, but there's a lot of talk about how he's like the good looking young replacement to Lizzie, rest mm. in peace. And I was kind of like, I didn't think he was ever good looking. No. And so I had to Google it. And no, he wasn't. No. Okay. <laughs> it's all propaganda. Circling back, Jimmy, mm. give us a little bit of a snapshot. I know you just said you're now, I guess, a self-proclaimed. <laughs> no, not I actually don't do any gigs, no. <laughs> Still in the lounge room. No, Bedroom DJ. Very successful DJ, actually. You've been doing a lot since we last caught up. Yeah. I guess, like, if we rewind back to Jimmy... 20 months ago. Thank mm. you. You're welcome. For the maths. But, you know, like, how did your career sort of change so much in, like, the last 12 months? I think it's been, like... So, yeah, de- like, the DJ thing has allowed me to kind of get bookings that are longer than five minutes. Yeah. Do you know? Like, drag mm-hmm. queens are often... It's like, do a show and then introduce someone else and then you're off. Yeah. So, Novelty. Yeah, yeah, and so then because I had something to offer that was, you know, 40 minutes to an hour, mm. I got bookings um, at music festivals because they obviously want to have... They want to be inclusive and they're like, yeah. but what acts are around that can give us value for the booking and yeah. the time slot and whatnot? So I had, yeah, I did Wine Machine Tour, which I've just been rebooked for as well, which is this Saturday we start again. Amazing. Awesome. And so then from there, I was like, now I can infiltrate my music into the sets. Then I got to be singing more, playing saxophone more. And then um, thank God for festival videography and photography because it sells you really well. Wow, that's (laughs) it. And you're not just a pretty face, are you? You've really created a brand. I have, yes. And it's going awesomely. So I've had a really awesome year and the rest of this year is looking really fabulous and I've got some super exciting things coming up. Just on that, like I think creating a brand is such a good kind of like thing to maybe deep dive a little bit into because like when you started doing drag, I guess like Mm. was kind of where it's like... Yeah. Like picking a drag name, as I know you two are very... Fond. <laughs> it's all we text about. I was on fire the other night. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I, it took me a while to figure out what, why I was doing drag and what the drag was doing for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Deep. Um, and then I kind of realized that it's, you know, my version of, like, my, a superhero kind of thing, you know? So then I was like, I really lent into that with, like, you know, the song choices I was doing, the costumes I was getting done, it's kind of turned into this, like, cosmic kind of, mm. like... Just no intergalactic, capes. Yeah, no capes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from there, it was, like, a clear through line of what I was doing. So now the brand has kind of come from there. Yeah, which yeah, is great. That's cool. I so, feel like it's like a... Almost like, you know, when you're gay growing up, we go on that journey of, like, finding out who we are. Is that mm. gay identity? Because we maybe have been sort of suppressing, but then it almost sounds like you get to go through that again. Mm. In drag, the drag version of, like, yeah. the Like, what does she like to wear? Who, what songs does she like to play? Like, yes, like, exactly. And, and you really do. And then and now I'm kind of going next level with my new single. Oh, uh, Yeah, so I can't tell you too much yet, but mid-January it's going to be out. And it's, Does it have a name that's been revealed or...? Well, yeah, you will, you will know it. Okay. And it's very on brand for Jimmy oh, the Queen for oh, sure. Perfect. So get ready, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> so the bop of summer, basically. Hopefully a summer anthem. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. How good. Great. He- heading into World Pride and then heading into Europe summer mm. season will be the aim. So I yeah. Think you've got obviously a singing background. Is that something that you really wanted to like always combine with mm. drag? Or like, because I know that like that was kind of something you did all the time before you put the wig on. Yeah, I actually fought it for quite a while. I was like, I thought people didn't really want it. Right. So I was like at the club doing like a 2 a.m. show and then people, I suppose people didn't really see it much. They were kind of like, why is she singing? (laughs) And then I just, instead of responding with that's what I do and that's who I am, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. And then... After a while, I just kind of go like, listen to listen to what's within you, dolls, yeah. and just do that. So it seems it's like time. it seems like the best drag queens have some kind of skill that they then 
just doing a dress in a wig. Like mm. they're already like hugely into fashion or like hilarious or like mm. amazing singers. And then they just like sort of incorporate that with drag. And then it just becomes like this beautiful event. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyone can learn to slap Krylon on their face and look pretty. Right? <laughs> can they? Or questionable. Oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> we, we should ask Sandy Waves. <laughs> but yeah, it's all about like what else? Like there are so many queens now and it's awesome. I'm like drag queens take over the world. We're fabulous. Yeah. We yeah. represent all the good things in in the world and so it's yeah it's, it's kind of like what else do you have to offer the yes. not only the drag community but the rest of the yeah, community as well like the, the general just weak lip sync maybe isn't going to cut it if you want to be like super big mm, if you want I it guess. to be your job anyway for well, sure yeah. yeah who are you Sandy <laughs> start doing like I'd probably my skills would probably be like eating <laughs> <laughs> yeah, professional I hot dog eater. Yeah, like, ready, steady, cook I with could do like Sandy, Java, waves. Sandy Waves. Yeah, you could. <laughs> mm, this pudding, yummy. Really big You'd have to do it in those nails, though. Imagine kneading a dough with those claws on. I think that would be so funny. Drag queens that cook. Mm. Um, cooked. <laughs> <laughs> So the DJ thing, mm, yeah, what yeah. was it like, like learning that skill? Because you've tried to teach me without much <laughs> success. <laughs> it's, it, I was super lucky. It came to me pretty easily because I like, I studied music. I, I never thought it was going to actually have quite a literal um, connection to like classical music and like mm. reading music and like all that kind of stuff, but it actually does. Cause you need to understand like phrasing and when to bring songs in and, how to yeah. loop them and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So cool. you can always, like, it's easy to find the, match the beat together. Yeah. Especially if sync button's on, then it's like really, really easy because yeah. it does it for you. <laughs> well, um, which is that you know, naughty, naughty. But, you know, if it's 3 in the club and I'm performing as well, I'm like, slap it on and I can chill out a little bit. I'm <laughs> not afraid but to say it, darling. <laughs> yes, I bet she do. Um, and then, yeah, it's kind of like, it, it's, uh, because you know you spend two hours getting ready, I listen to lots and lots and lots and lots of music. So yeah. then I kind of, I just put on playlists and get fed music and then screenshot songs that I like and then I play them that night. So kind of like it's all about, oh, yeah. it's all about how, what songs you choose. And a DJ, remember me, remember Mimi, DJ Mimi Valevska. No. Anyway, she's like a darling of mine. She really helped me when I was learning. And she goes, the crowd will always forgive a shitty mix for a good song choice. Um, and then I DJed at my own birthday, which was wild. Oh my God, yes. So I actually wanted to talk about this because one of the other, I guess, big events in the last 20 months was that you both turned 30. <gasps> We're yeah. old. Are we old? You both cracked through the 30. When oh, matured. I'm glad you said 30. I thought it was cracked through the fucking fine lines. <laughs> <laughs> None of this Botox, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel actually like, I mean... Look, respectfully, some of the drag queens that we see on, like, Drag Race, as men, <gasps> are very heavily oh, injected. I know. I feel like it's gone, like, expectation vibes. Hasn't it? Like, it seems like there is an expectation for a man to, like, alter their actual appearance, to yeah. look more womanly, to like, make it in this industry. Yeah. Like, if you take yourself, if you're drag seriously, you will get filler. Yeah. Like, and I'm like... And shave off your eyebrows. Yeah. I'm like, you, should, you just see... I've got, I literally have a blanket under my forehead right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all connecting. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would still want to look cute as me. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So, like, therefore, if I'm constantly... If I look like a bullfrog with no eyebrows every other day of the week, do I yeah. feel nice about myself? I don't know if I would. Well, yeah, and I suppose, like, it's maybe the more that you do drag, it does filter into your identity out of drag as well. True. Whereas I enjoy feeling my like boy self, mm. and I still go out as a boy sometimes. Yes, like, you do. Oh, yes, and we all know that's trouble, don't we? Uh, you got <laughs> and... this big dick flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy will sometimes just message me and be like, "I hope you're coming out tonight because it's boy Jimmy time." Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, and like oh, bum, God. Bum, bum. <laughs> take cover." Yeah, no, I feel like there's a bit of that. Yeah, like I mean, Drag Race is just like the reference that I'm using. Yeah, but, like, you yeah. So that everyone on there is like, which I guess. Probably makes but you feel young more doing it as well. Yeah. Like if I got a drag race now, I'd be like probably second oldest. Oh my god! Good lord! Yeah. So yeah, I guess as like I obviously am not thirty yet. Yeah. Was that like a a moment of reflection, or like was it like a this is what I felt like I needed to mm. have achieved by thirty? Have I done it, or like? Well, I think up until that point, you never have a chance to actually look back. Mm. 
like when you turn 20, you don't go like, oh, my teens. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like when you yeah. turn 30, you go, oh, my 20s. Yeah. What did I do? Did I picture myself doing this when I turned totally. 30? And you're like, well, no, but I'm super happy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it kind of makes you figure out, like, I feel like a much more established kind of human because I'm supposed to... Supposedly more responsible for myself. That's how I felt. And we we discussed my 30th at length on this show, but like I definitely felt that like it was another coming of age feeling. I felt Mm. like I'm really secure with who I am at 30. I think maybe also battling with sexuality, like when I was 18 and 21, those other milestone Mm -hmm. ages, it's like I wasn't my true self then. Whereas now I can kind of safely say that I feel like I am. So it meant a lot more to turn 30 at feeling like that because it was like mm. this is me i'm yep. proud and i've arrived i've arrived my 20s were tumultuous roller coaster of ups and downs <laughs> but they I'm, should yeah. be right right oh, right absolutely they should be <laughs> thank god otherwise you haven't lived exactly yeah, yeah they're and learning we've got plenty more living to do imagine when we turn 40 oh my god how fabulous is that gonna be oh, so chic i may have a feeling by then <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> we'll come back for a special 40th app yeah. and your lips will just be like wrapped around oh, the blah, microphone. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Can't fit through the door. So I guess then like, obviously you spent more time in drag now. Mm. Do you feel like that's changed your like gender identity or like your perception of how you like see your own gender at all? Yeah, I think it's allowed me to explore my feminine side so much. Mm-hmm. Like... Before drag, when I would go out, I would like, you know, I'd be a bit more like Femi kind of vibes. And now when I go out, I'm like slouchy. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, I think I am more comfortable in my masculine energy. And it's like yeah. my version of what masculine is. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, it's, it's, that's a spectrum in itself. Yeah. But because I'm so hyper feminine a lot of the time, now I feel so much more comfortable in my own kind of like mm. masculine. It's so interesting, isn't it? Like you explore the femininity to like discover your masculinity yeah and you did and like so now i think yeah i i have the the benefit of being able to do both mm. yeah to full scale mm. um but yeah i think yeah i'm more boyy than i was before you're such a bloke i know that's why i say it's all a spectrum we as a boy as boy as it gets <laughs> <laughs> we did so just say we're all going to have a beer after this so it kind of fits oh, but um no, I, I, I love a beer. I love a beer. <laughs> I can love beer. No, it was a good question because I actually follow um, an elite athlete named Harry Garside. I don't know if you've heard mm. of him. Athlete me? No. No. Well, me <laughs> Not either, that boy. Typically. But he is actually really amazing. I highly recommend anyone in the queer community to follow him um, mm. as a representative from the straight community. He has become kind of very well known for really pushing the boundaries. The AFL player with the, with the fingernails, right? So he's yes, yes so I do know. He's yeah. um side note, he's not an AFL player. He's a oh. professional boxer, but oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but he has been painting his fingernails. He also has been photographed in dresses. Yes, and he is he speaks openly on his Instagram and about um male and female energy mm. and how he purposely puts himself sort of as a fighter, because he's like at Olympic level, right? Mm, so it's mm. all like about your mindset. And I think boxing is one of those sports where like you have to be in the right yeah, mindset the to win. Yeah, like, and that's you know. a perfect example of right? his expression in femininity versus mine or ours, because our version of femininity is like, mm. like turbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas his, for us, I see that as masculinity anyway. Yeah. Totally. Because of the, the way that my brain works, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But he's, yeah, obviously in, in that world, he's come under a bit of fire of like, yeah. why are you dressing up in dresses? And it's like, He's doing it to so he can fully understand who he is on all sides of the spectrum. Yeah. And he said, like, the benefit of doing that is, like, when he needs to be feminine or, like, get in touch with his feminine energy and feel emotions mm-hmm. and things like that, he knows how to do it. Just goes down to the salon, gets some acrylics put on. And it's just not locked up. You're not locked up because you feel the pressure to Mm. be a certain way. Which I think, like, on the back of, I guess, we spoke the other week, it obviously has just been Movember and stuff, which, you know, that straight male energy is kind of that feeling of, like, Mm. you're locked up, right? Like, you can't express those emotions. And, like, he's kind of also doing that to show the world and that, like, you know, men should be able to feel that stuff and you should Mm. know how to bounce between the two. You don't have to be fully one side absolutely which is kind of like 
his own little straight version of her own little drag queen in a really totally. weird way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, imagine if everyone was just putting on a wig every now and again. Like, if all the men of the world just did drag a couple of times. Oh, everyone needs to drag once. Because oh. it just puts you outside of yourself and mm. you get to, like... I haven't, still. Uh, babes. We discussed this last time I was on the show. And it's been 20 I was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last time you were on the show. <laughs> and it's been 20 months. Yes, it's time. I'm terrified what will be unleashed onto this world when I put oh. that wig on. So is everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've seen you in some dresses over the years, though. And, yeah. like, that body... She's all body. Yeah. <laughs> Still limbs, darling. She's whatever you're relying on. Body, body. It's like, it's I would be like Bambi on ice. Yeah. Oh, it'd be amazing. You'd stack it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got one that's kind of, I was obviously having a think, like, you know, getting you back on, like, what's sort of relevant at the moment. And I think there's been a lot of talk in the US about drag queens being really bad for children and like how mm. you know, like trying to keep drag queens away and like they shouldn't be around our children because they're going to corrupt the children like as a drag queen mm. when you hear that obviously we all know it's fucked mm. it's blanket yeah. that's pretty clear but like personally as a drag queen in the industry like how does that sort of resonate with you I think it makes us or makes me look back on like the history of how drag has come into the like into everyone's space everyone now knows a drag queen mm. like, or of a drag queen or that drag exists, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think because of the way that it kind of has come through from nightclubs being super sexual, from being yeah. super dirty or crass or whatever it is, people just will always assume that that's how, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Cracking a joke and wearing a G string and being sucking super, a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like all that kind of joke. Right. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. but now there are so many different types of drag as well that are coming into the light. Mm. And, um, I don't, well, my specific type of drag is not very, you know, like I don't get booked at the pubs to be a hoe. To yeah. shake your fake tits around. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's definitely, and, and, and that's why some people do drag is because they want to, wear the big boobs and they want to be super filthy and that's what makes yep. them feel good at you yeah. know which is there's a space for that and I love that drag yeah. like it's hilarious oh, we course. all love that drag yeah. but yeah I think with, with, with the kid thing there's obviously certain drag queens that maybe would and they would know themselves I should, probably shouldn't go to story time you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah but there's so many queens that that, that have found drag later in life and that their point of view by doing drag is super sincere super yeah. loving mm. and their intention is that by sharing it with younger humans that those people might you know be enlightened that yeah the world is not black and white it's pink and sparkly as well yeah well i feel like there's such a big overlap of drag and like a child's birthday party entertainer Literally. or something like that you know like yeah. i was just about to say i was like what's the difference of a fucking Elsa look alike or Jimmy the Queen you tell yeah. me or if Elsa just happened to be a man underneath that yeah, yeah. Like, and like kids are innocent beings they're not, they're not going to look at you and say so where's your dick you know what I mean <laughs> like they're going oh my gosh look at this energy and the way yeah. that this person is like spreading joy yeah. you know yeah. that's inspiring me to and in that joy. setting the drag queen's also not going to be like it's strapped to my leg you little cunt exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually up inside my ass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually fucking myself yeah. right now as I talk to you, little child. It's, there's a very That's so terrible. powerful video um, of Courtney Act where she like meets these kids and interacts with them, and they just sort of do like a bit of a Q and A with her. And I remember showing it to because I'm on the private page committee for my organisation, and I remember showing it to our office when we did like our Pride Month celebrations back in June. And it was one of those really powerful things because it really puts into perspective how innocent kids are. Like, mm. they didn't see Courtney act as a man in a wig. They saw her as a beautiful woman in a beautiful dress. Mm. And, yeah, you know, like, exactly. It's a fantasy. Yeah. And, like, when I was in The Voice, the, like, a good portion of messages that I was receiving were from parents saying, oh, my child has just seen you on the TV and like the voice has absolutely nothing to do with drag mm. since that was there mm. in drag. It's like mm. story time has nothing to, nothing to do with drag, which is because you're in drag. People yeah. are like, Oh my God, it must mean mm. something else. Right. Yeah. And they were saying like, they have never seen someone like you and they were asking all these questions. And I just want to say thank you so much for doing that because it's enlightened. And we had a conversation about it. So you know? nice. And that's like, that's the importance of it is getting mm, yeah. out there and making people ask questions. Well, Courtney acts recently has obviously, there's been a bit of, 
conflama around her. <sighs> bit of hoo-ha. Gosh. Bit of a hoo-ha hullabaloo. <clears throat> bit of bloody nonsense. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, right? Do you want to explain what's happened or would you like me to take the reins or... Yeah, go for it. So, Courtney was on play school mm. reading a book about a girl who didn't want to wear a dress to her birthday. She wanted to wear a suit. Like a really cute, like... Stars. Bedazzled, and, starry yeah, like suit. fabulous yeah. suit. Yeah, like chic, like power lesbian yes. suit. Power lesbian <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> Chanel house down boots. Kate um, Blanchett in yeah. Ocean's 13 suit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then she was called out on a very public stage for grooming. I know. With a photo of her. A photo of her. Like, Mm. name and shame kind of situation. It was insane. Yeah. Which is kind of what we're talking about, I guess. Like, and I think it speaks a lot to what you were saying about the sexualization of drag. Mm. When this poor person is just trying to read a lovely story to the children. In, in, In a lovely way. In with amazing intentions, and the mm. broadcaster knew exactly what they were doing, and it's just the f- it's just the fact that this stuck mm. man yeah. in whatever vision they have, it's their issue personally, and then they're putting it onto children. Yeah, it's mm. just it's, it's pretty fucked really that it wrong. like made its way into like our political conversations. I think it's not very often pretty... that like play school is the public discourse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. And we know that, like, if that was a cis-gendered woman in that seat reading that book, yeah. then no one would have said no a word. Like, no. And it's like, well, and how is masking that? it. It's yeah. gross. And, like, like Courtney said, she said I that she was brought up in, you know, a very hetero world where there was two options and she still turned out to be the most amazing person that she is, right? Mm. Same with me. Doesn't affect... No. What the outcome is, it's just going to slow it down a whole lot more if 100%. you don't allow people to express themselves yeah. when, they're, mm-hmm. when they're younger. You did go to a performing arts school, though, Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my parents were very like, be yourself, wear the leotard. Yeah. <laughs> wear that gorgeous starry yeah. pantsuit, yeah. darling. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's inspired me. Um, you know, I actually started writing a kid's book in lockdown. Did you? Oh, I did. And now... I got, I got sent to an editor and then she came back to me with some edits and I was like, oh my God, this is really scary. I don't know where to go from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, since this started, I'm like, I'm back on the saddle. So Good watch out. I'm going to, yeah. Back with the typewriter. Yes. Is it a picture book? Yeah. So it's called Jimmy in the Rainbow Dress. So Aww. it's kind of this whole topic in one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so you, so hopefully this uh, little interview we can be like, it did happen. Yeah, <laughs> time capsule. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Are you going to do the illustrations for it, or will that be outsourced? By oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just do it in liquid eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> that could be kind of chic. You know, when oh, yeah. you take off your makeup and you always post that um, makeup one. Oh yes, <laughs> just in the I middle know. of the yeah, book. That, 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 that's the headshot. At yeah, the back. <laughs> a pull out. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so scary. A touch, and, a touch and feel, scratch and sniff. <laughs> oh, I'd hate to see what that smelled like. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, totally. That that it, it has inspired me to kind of, as part of the community, get right stuck in there. And like yeah. before, I was like, oh, I would actually really like to do story time. And now I'm like, I will do that. You know, I was I gonna ask, like, have you done any family oriented gigs before, or like, would you? Not really. I mean, like, nah. I haven't had the opportunity to kind of do anything with kids at this stage. Um, it's a hard kind of direction definitely... to go if you're yeah. doing like huge festivals and and a DJ, it's kind of like... (laughs) But I mean, like, I've done lots of community festivals. Like, I recently did Shimmer Festival in Sydney, Mm -hmm. which was really fabulous. And it's a free open street festival. And the majority of people that want to come get photos with you are little children. And their parent comes over and says, would it be okay if my daughter gets a photo with my son gets a photo with you? And you go, oh my God, Absolutely. You have a little chat saying, hello, what's your name? I love your shoes yeah, or whatever it is. And then yeah. you can see their faces just go like, ah, ah. I think I think it would be confusing for a kid if the parents were like, no, 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 we're not getting a photo with them. Because it's like, well, exactly. they are trained all the time to go to like Disneyland and shit and go up to fucking yeah. Belle yeah. and Elsa and get a photo. And then for some reason that one's not okay. Like, yeah. as a five-year-old, I'd be like, mum, what is the rule? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the line? Mom? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah, there's probably definitely, like, a huge family kind of, like, element to the queer community that, like, 
perhaps we don't lean into enough a lot. Like I was just thinking then um, Midsummer Festival, which is here in Melbourne, mm. like whenever that's on, the carnival's often filled with like a lot of like families yeah. and kids there. Like totally. I've, I mean, I've been there like quite drunk before and been like, there's some kids next to me right now on a picnic rug and I'm rolling around also on the picnic rug piss. I'm like, yeah. fun and the, and the government's not saying, how dare this be an all-ages event, are they? No, They're saying, no. absolutely all-ages, come yeah. one, come and all. It's like, so, but that's kind yeah, of what makes it thing. fun. It's like you can be also a gay couple with your kids and come down or even an allied couple with your children. Exactly. Straight couple and come down. Instead of our in colourful the world is children. Um, so talking about midsummer, upcoming big events. Yes. We've got World Pride on the horizon. God, yes. So, so close. <sighs> it's really close. I know. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so crazy because it's like, so yeah, it's it's normal Mardi Gras and then Mardi Gras finishes and then it's World Pride. Mm. Yeah. So it's 17 days. A bit yeah. of a double penetration. Oh. And we do love that. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of a spit roast from both sides, doll. I assume you're going to be flat chart for that week. Already, yeah. It's like <laughs> pre gigs a day vibes. Fuck. Oh, wow. Yeah. How much luggage do you have to bring for something so like that? So much. I have, a spread- I, have, I have spreadsheets these days. So I've got like wow. the date, the costume, the accessories, the hair, the shoes. And then you kind of like oh my God. try and mix and match as, po- as much as you possibly yeah, can. Yeah. yeah. But then there's like, is the hotel room going to be big enough for all my shit? Literally, <laughs> storage container for the week. But, <laughs> but, but usually, like Mardi Gras, we can get, we can just push through and do like the long four day weekend and kind of die at the end. But yeah. this this one's going to be going into actual battle. No, we need to like, <laughs> totally. Do I work or do, do I enjoy? Do I play? Yeah. So I'm having a time at the moment going like which mm. gigs do I say I'm just not available because I need to yeah. be hungover yeah. <laughs> well, as, you know? as you said it's like usually four days you just just you're like yep 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 helpful yeah, yep. lever like see you at the end deal with this one it's going to be all the gays running around Sydney for the first nine days being like now you've got your hydrolytes and your bananas yeah, <laughs> yeah literally, <laughs> literally. we've got little first day kits yeah. <laughs> honestly our camelbacks on oh, exactly there'll be hell. fanny packs galore oh perfect the last day of the last be man standing last man yeah. standing it's going to be awesome to see Sydney and Australia shine on the world yeah. stage as well and like so many hearing so many different accents because there's going to be so many people coming. Mm. Well, this is what we were talking about. We were like, does Sydney have the capacity to host this many people? I mean, but then Mitch made a good point that like we did the, the Olympics, Olympics, so yeah, I guess it's we do. Be awesome. Yeah. I wonder if they'll put the village back to use. Oh yeah. Oh, like the the athlete village. Yeah. Oh, imagine that oh. gay village. <laughs> Well, there there will be quite a few gay villages, I be, I'm um, sure. Well, I apparently, um, apparently, usually at the Olympic Village where mm. all the athletes stay, they just go through like hundreds of thousands of condoms. Um, <laughs> horned up athletes. Yeah, because the horned up athletes win a gold medal and just want to fuck for days. Oh, Fair enough. They probably haven't. What's blown the a load difference? In. Well, that's the first thing you do. You have sex with your gold medal around Literally. your neck, right? <laughs> Absolutely. By the end of that week, you're just snapping blankets in half over your <laughs> knee. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, uh, well, hopefully a lot of condoms will be used at World Pride, everyone. Safe sex. Of course. Practice, or practice. Will Australia will run out of prep. Um, um, well, it's very exciting. Obviously, oh, my God. I see you there. Bananas in hand. Oh, yes. And, like, just, like, it's 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 been really awesome for the Puftuf side of things to, like, go out to our people in the world and go, like, who do we want to invite yes. to perform in Australia? You know, mm. obviously it's, it's our chance to really let Australian talent shine. Yeah. Mm. But you don't ever get the opportunity to go, oh, there's going to be so many people around. We ha- we actually have budget to go, who do we want? Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, it's that's going to be so exciting. And all of the brands, like every Sydney brand is going hell for leather as they should. Totally. It's their time to shine. Everyone's coming to Australia. It's going to be awesome. You, like, hopefully we can go to as many things as we want. I'm and sold. bring the hydrolines. <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> sure. Bring the hydrolines. You know, like a map, like a you know stage one, this day, this time, yeah. here, go. Then next venue, boom, boom. Like I'm gonna need some sort of that spreadsheet. I was gonna say, got. Jimmy's mm. apparently quite good with the spreadsheets. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> need... Spready dolls. And we've got 30 minutes here in five, four, three, two, one. We start yeah, moving to the party yeah. five. <laughs> I know it's gonna be crazy to see. Like hopefully they've got a really good app where we can um kind of. Pick and choose, but then and then some days will be like, you know what? I actually need to be horizontal. Today. No, I was gonna yeah. say there'll be a day where I'll just need like a nice fresh yeah. pina colada. Yeah, some sort and of... all the queens would be like, "Can you take my gig tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take mine? Yeah. I'll take care of it." 
rotation. Yeah, because we are and the mascots, you know. Everyone wants a, oh, bit, of course. a bit of queen energy. So yeah. It should be good. Yeah, yeah totally. absolutely. Mm. Maybe I'll have to finally don my wig. <gasps> yeah, I'll be like, do you want a gig? <laughs> I've got a whole booth of costumes. <laughs> push it out. This is Jimmy the Queen. Yeah. The real one's dead. <laughs> got the stand in. You just paint your face on me and no one will ever I'll just get one of those wipes and go... (laughs) (laughs) We've got Jimmy the Queen. Stunt doubles. Now, something I've been dying to ask you since you were last on, because we still get messages about this. What the fuck is Super Bargains? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it's like heaven. I know. And you are the ones that brought it to the attention of our listeners. Right. And so I wanted to ask, now that you're a super famous, successful drag queen, are you still <laughs> buying your props at Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. If you don't know where to buy something, you pop on down to Super Bargains at Chapel Street and it's going to have it. It mm. does. It really it does. It has it all. It has yeah. it all. And it just like it's really well organised. Like, <laughs> what did I recently buy there? I was going to ask that because last time you were here, it was a blow-up guitar. Right, okay. Right. Um, wow, okay, I've definitely moved forward. <laughs> now it's like little details. <laughs> Last I, time I was there, I bought my dress and my wig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some lashes. What did I buy? I think I, I, I bought um, uh, stick-on mirror tiles. Oh, perfect. For my, for my makeup for Halloween. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Not just redoing the shower. No. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's got, it's got everything you need. So, yeah, it's a, short, it's a store on Chapel Street. It's been there forever. Pop on down. We love. Mm. I actually have a question just on that quickly around like these outfits and costumes. Like, do you come up with a, because as you said, like obviously you have to sort of rotate pieces across, Mm. you know, different things. But like when something new gets to come onto the scene, Mm. do you create that vision yourself? Yes, I do a great mood board. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. I love me a mood board. Never touch a needle or a thread, but God. I feel like that'll be fun when it's like, all right, we've. We've done the red. We've done this. We've done. We've rotated those a few times. Yeah. Time for something new. Absolutely, and it's 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 advice to any queen out there. If you get a good booking, you upsell the custom look to them, mm-hmm. and okay. you go, "Hey, great! It's going to sound like it's going to be an amazing event. Do you want something new and fabulous that no one's seen before? Here's a mood board of what I would do. Uh, and if fine. the mood board's that good, they're like, okay, and they pay for it. Yes. Yeah. Because I can't keep it. Well, they could try. I might imagine that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. We'll be taking this to dry cleaning, giving it to someone else. But yeah, so so like I kind of come up with the concepts like that. Unless if it's Halloween, obviously you're like, okay, well the whole budget is like costume, yeah, 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 yeah. and looks and stuff. But um, no, it's so fun. I have like great like with Wine Machine Festival. I was like, hmm. I'm going to go as Chardonnay. (laughs) (laughs) So watch it, watch and see. (laughs) Cause the kind of like flow on for that was me. Like you had your concept for Halloween, but then you also had your very first drag daughter by your side, which was so amazing. So I am officially fucking old now. (laughs) A mother. I'm a mother, but I'm a cool mom. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Because like anyone who watches Drag Race, that's obviously like a big part of like putting someone else in drag. Yeah. It's like something, a big concept, I guess, for established queens like yourself. So like, how was that for the first time? Oh my God, it's so fun. So like we, she came to me and was like, I really love drag and like, I really want to give it a go. And then we already had a connection and, you know, we're hanging out and I was like, well, she's fucking drop dead gorgeous. So this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> me look old and frumpy. How but, many you know, ugly people asked you to do it before you suggested? <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> and then, and then we like, and I was like, well, I'm going as a mirror ball. So why don't we kind of like make it into like one little like family thing? Yeah. So we played to her figure, which is tall and slender. Yeah. So she just had this little slinky dress on and we got like the same colored wigs and in different kind of same style, but slightly different. And then we put her in drag one time before then where I kind of like, I I was already in drag when she came over. So I was like, okay, so this is how we do it. And we kind of did it together, all eyes on her. And then the second time we got ready together and she was kind of like copying me and then I would do like one of her eyes like liner over here. Then I was like, copy that on the other side. So Mm. she kind of like did a good amount of it on her own. She did so well. And I was so proud. Because isn't it a thing like that they say it's like people struggle to do like doing your own face versus doing someone else's face is like very different. They say like you should get to know like when if you don't know your face, it can be hard. Have you tried to tie someone else's shoes? Yeah, true. Okay. (laughs) 
Don't know. Good point. I can't even do my own. My, all like, my Velcro. Oh. Or like when you're in the mirror and you're trying to like... Do a tie do, Yeah, or, or like yeah. you're like, why? Which way is forward, which way is back? Yeah, yeah okay. Right. But yeah, no, it's... And like because I looked so feral for so long, it was like really <laughs> nice to for someone to debut on the scene and be like, Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. The House of Queen has arrived. <laughs> I actually just had a flashback to Halloween when we saw each other, and you were like, "Bitch, who did your face?" And you're just looking a bit, <laughs> and I was like, "What? I've been telling everyone in the house of Jimmy the Queen." Jackson, so, <laughs> <laughs> <on> bitch. bitch. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, Drag Race Down Under season three <gasps> has kind of just been announced recently yes. and is happening. Are we going to see you on this season? Oh my God. Well, I actually auditioned this year for the first time. So I don't know. I mean, you know, you never know what they're looking for. But yeah. I tell you, that audition video is really? fucking insane. Is like, it? Oh, what's the process? My I imagine it God. being complex. It is so much. Like, I totally underestimated the amount of effort it was. But, like, I was actually saying to some, some of the girls on Saturday night, like, regardless of if you get on the show or not, going through the process of creating that video, editing it and deciding what stays in it, what comes out of it, and then sending it in and Mm. being like, this is me Mm. as a drag queen right Mm. here, right now, you know? Yeah, wow. And the gift of knowing that is pretty big. You're like, oh my God, like... Like a self-discovery Oh my God. Like it literally is. You're kind of like, how do I answer these questions? What am I going to put forward? What do I think I look the best in? Yeah, yep, all that yep. kind of stuff. So, for me now versus me four weeks ago before I put it in, it's like I already know myself even more. So, yeah. like, if you are thinking about auditioning, just put the video together. Like, yeah. you don't have to send it in, but you'd be mad not to because it's so much fucking energy. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it was really stressful. I was like having mental breakdowns at three a.m. in the morning because my dress was coming undone. I was trying to walk around the kitchen. <laughs> oh my I couldn't God. call it to be like. Can you help me? And I was just like, it was like absolute mayhem. So, but wow. Yeah. So we shall see. And, and there's so many incredible queens. And I think there's a really diverse range of queens in Australia as well. So we shall see. And what New happens. Zealand. And New Zealand. I'm, of course, from Aotearoa myself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Do they ask like specific questions? Is that kind of how it is? Like, is oh, it, yeah. Is so it like there's like a 10 you... minute interview. Right. Okay. With wow. yourself. Yourself. Yeah, and it's like all these questions, and it, and it kind of and and there's it, it, there's a lot about your perspective on who you are as a drag queen, and you never really think about those kind of things because mm. most of the time when you're in drag, you're just like geeking at the clubs and the green room, having a silly time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so and it, it allows you to kind of really go inside the drag and why you're even doing it. Yeah. Right. Like, why I like here? that. And what's what's your perspective? It's That's very really, really Adrian. Well, because really they'd be looking for some kind of a sub story, <laughs> wouldn't they? Well, surprisingly, it wasn't much about like what's the worst things happened to your life, right. right? So I feel like the first round is like d- presenting here. I was a queen. Yeah. Are you, um, you going to catch my attention on that? Like, yeah, yeah. The and group? like the first category is you talking out of drag. So that's the TV mm. bit, right? Yeah, oh, of okay. course. Yeah. And then you kind of do your looks and your lip syncs and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of, if you can't talk in an interview, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to get through the first round. Could be the trade of the season, don't. Oh, stop it. Let's get that, that beer out. That big slouchy energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, what do I wear? So I wore this like, oh, it's pretty lame. I wore like a purple little like shirt with, <laughs> with cute earrings. A lovely brooch. <laughs> <laughs> do you know um, who you would do for Snatch Game? I have no fucking idea who yeah, cool. I would do. Um, I would love to do someone that's not like a real person, uh-huh. like yeah. a concept person, like Tinkerbell or something like that. Yeah. But you can't do anything copyrighted. Uh, so it, it's like... Those recent Snatch games where people have done those concept ones have yeah, always like landed a bit better. Trinity doing the devil the is devils. the funniest shit ever because yeah. it allows you to just be free and not be like constricted... From the facts of also, the, who the human is, you know? Like, making something gay that's not gay automatically is so funny, right? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. the ma- moment she made the devil gay, it was like, I'm fucking and, wetting but, myself. Yeah, and it was... I kind of felt like, like that was a bit expected. What? Like, when she was like, I'm going to do the devil, I was like, I know exactly how you're going to do I this. I had no idea. So when she came out, I was like, I was shitting my... Yeah. Yeah, no. I saw I it coming. Oh. Right. Oh, that wasn't my favorite. You were really? Yeah. Who, who's your favorite Snatch Game ever? Ever? Yeah. Probably 
Ben Delight as Maggie Smith. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? See, yes, it's kind of like, if impersonation's a thing, you can really thrive. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, I don't even have a fucking drag name, do I? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a category or like a, that you think you would excel in? Like a, a maxi challenge that would be like, that's the one I'm going to get a... Well, Australia repeat a badge. Yeah, Australia, <laughs> Australia uh, down under hasn't done a rusical yet. Oh yeah, true. You would so show. hopefully they're hunting to do a rusical, <laughs> in which case I should be the lead. <laughs> <laughs> but which would be funny, if, like if in the future I get on there is a rusical challenge on the season four. That's probably the first time I would ever have to be like step the fuck aside. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you kind of, yeah. yeah. And like previously I have an audition because I wasn't ready to stand in a room full of competitive drag queens you know what I mean because totally. that's like it's really important to people yeah, so yeah, now, yeah. now I'm invested and it's important to me so I feel like I could be like bitches this is mine yeah. mm-hmm. and not be afraid of looking like a bitch on you television you back yourself in yeah, yeah. yeah. bring it on and then well, obviously the sewing challenge we'll just yeah obviously the glue we guns <laughs> but we'll have to come back and do a special episode when you win oh, season stop. three as a surprise oh episode she wins drag race and we both get blocked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry you don't have time for you guys oh, now well it's nice that you think i can get on there thanks yeah. of course <laughs> can't wait to watch you well jimmy i think on that note we're gonna wish you the uttermost success oh. with everything that you do because we absolutely love you and it's been so nice to watch you thrive in the last 20 months um, <laughs> I know. It's, I'm, I'm sad. I want to get to listen to you guys because it's perfect. Every single time I fly to Sydney, I'm like oh, an hour. Perfect. Best yeah. on the machine. And I sit there and like my return flight, and I listen. And I'm like, yay! What am I gonna I do know. now? You just have to go back and listen to yourself over and over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just record some private apps just for your oh, flights. Yeah. We'll it's just like do some voice memos. <laughs> Hi, Dal. <laughs> it's <That's> me. <laughs> You know, but thank you for joining oh, us on our second last back. ever episode of Message on the Machine. We wouldn't want to have it with anyone else. So oh my god! We love you. Go forth and prosper, honeys. Where can the people find you if they want to see more JTK? <gasps> yes, on Insta, definitely at Jimmy the Queen. J I M I T H E K W E E N. Just to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just thinking about that, and I was like, God, did you really? You've really I created know. a challenge. I'm like, fuck, what have I done? But, you know, I'm trying my best. Can I borrow a vow, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And obviously on Spotify coming up soon. <gasps> Hopefully in the children's books stands. Absolutely. And a potential drag race superstar. And a potentially on stand. Oh, my God, who knows? Who knows? And Wine Machine and all the other things. Yes. But, yeah, follow the IG because that's where you can keep yeah. up to date. And if this is the first time you're listening to us... Seems strange, but... (laughs) Plenty to catch up on. (laughs) Like, follow, and subscribe on the platform you're listening to us on right now so that you can keep up to date with whichever other updates we might throw you your way, which probably is only one next week. But what you can (laughs) do is at least go back and listen to all our old apps because there is going to be 70-ish, roughly, (laughs) I can't remember the exact number, episodes there for you to sink your teeth into. Then obviously make sure you head to our Instagram, which is at message on the machine, which is spelled exactly like it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) To keep up with all (laughs) to keep up with all the fun stuff that we do between our apps every single week. And just go back and look at old photos of us and reminisce and cry. Go back and look at the old artwork of last time Jimmy was on 20 <gasps> months ago. I know. Ago. Oh We're going to need yes. an updated promo shot. I hope so, yeah. yeah. She's got nice angles <laughs> I don't want to recycle those <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, guys, good luck out there. We will see you next week for our final episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and on all the listeners, well done, darlings. It's been a no. treat listening to you. You're both fabulous and we love you. Oh, thanks. We love you. See you at the last one. See you at the last one. (laughs) See ya.